Welcome to a new episode of the 8 to 5 Multiplier, where I will go through my daily journey through financial freedom while working an 8 to 5 job and raising a family. Your host, Daniel Chang. I'm not sure how many of you know someone who will be graduating from high school in the next couple of months. Uh, definitely is a very exciting moment, uh, if you can remember. I think for me, it happened something like 14 years ago. So definitely a long time, but it has been quite a journey. I think graduating from high school is the first step to understanding the real world. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my story. When um, I was uh, in high school, uh, basically everything was pretty much straightforward. Uh, the school system in Ecuador is a little bit different from here in the U.S. Uh, over there, you cannot choose which subjects you want to study. They basically tell you, hey, this is the curriculum. Every year you go through that same curriculum. Just keep advancing. We have the same um, friends and classmates. So I think at the moment where I was over there, we have four different classes. And everyone will see it, will have its own seat assigned for the entire day. And the teachers are the ones who come and go uh, in the same classroom. So we basically sit down in the same classroom. It was nice because it was our last uh, year. So they actually gave us uh, kind of nice desks over there so we can also put our books and everything within. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that goes through your mind your last year high school, thinking about college, what I'm going to do in life, what I'm going to be studying. You know, it's not like the same thing when you're like five or six year old. And, you know, people ask you, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And you say, oh, I want to be a fireman or, you know, any of those uh, very interesting or a doctor uh, job fields, which I think they're very, uh, you need to have a lot of dedication to go over there. And sometimes, you know, kids just have a lot of movies or anything. So it's hard to tell what exactly ones. Uh, after, you know, you develop and you get to know yourself, you'll probably have a path. But still, how could someone who has been studying in a school and the only thing that they know is their classes and some extracurricular activities that they have been doing could think and already choose a path that will define what they're going to be doing for the rest of their life. Just to give you an example, let's say if someone says, hey, I want to be, I don't know, like an electrical engineer. Well, they probably don't even know what an electrical engineer does on a daily basis. They probably know that, hey, it definitely involves a lot of math. And if you like math in high school, probably you're going to like engineering. So why not going over there? It's also well compensated. I'm not saying that 
those uh, fields, they're pretty good compensated compared to other ones. But there's more things involved to that. It's something that you're going to be doing when you grow up, you know, for long periods of time. So all of those thoughts is something that I never thought about it until I actually started college. It was that first impression of, hey, this is the real world. I felt I was living in a bubble where everything was perfect. You know what to do. You know what to expect. As long as you study for your quizzes and do your homework, basically you're going to be more than okay. So the summer when I graduated from high school, it was a very different summer because the next step in life was very exciting. So it was no more like, hey, I know that next year is another year in school, etc. This is like, hey, I'm going to college. What I have to do? I didn't even know what to prepare. Should I buy something else outside, notebooks, which classes I'm going to take, etc. So during that kind of free time, I start reading a few books. Uh, one of the books that my parents gave me at the time was... Um, the book written by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Poor Dad, Rich Dad. And I think that book actually changed a lot of my perspective. Uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't understood at the time, but I think it was, let's say, it gives me some curiosity. I was reading that book and there were some passages there that it talks about the internal conflict that Robert had when his poor dad told him, hey, go to school, get a job, and hopefully get a pension or a retirement plan, etc." While the rich dad told him, hey, school is important, but go and live your life in terms of learn what your skills are. Learn about sales in his case. And then he, he later on went to Xerox and we all know about that story. So imagine me, I was over there like 18 years old reading all this story. And my next step is going to college and thinking about, hey, I'm going to graduate. I was planning to do actually electrical engineering. And thinking about all those things and reading that book, it's like, wow, it's, do I really want to go electrical engineering? But at that time, I didn't know anything better. Uh, my dad, he's a mechanical engineer. Uh, I had a few other friends that were also going into electrical engineering, mechanical engineering. And my high school was, uh, I would say, pretty good in terms of numbers, everything that's related to math, chemistry, physics. They were really, really good. So... Uh, I won't say that I was on an advanced level, but definitely we went into very deep topics that usually you look at it on the basic class, like the first 100, 200 levels in college. So that was kind of like, I won't say no-brainer, but definitely it's, it's a place where, hey, I've been 
thought about math and calculus and all these equations. And I did pretty good. I have like really good grades, so why not go into engineering? Even though I was reading that book and it was telling me, hey, definitely education is important. Uh, Robert stresses that everywhere. He don't say that, hey, don't go to school or anything. But think about it also from what you want to achieve in life. So I thought a lot about it. and I started doing a lot of research on the internet. I really love systems. Since I was little, I, lo I love programming as a hobby, but it's something I didn't want to do uh, every day. Uh, and I think that's at least my first experience of saying, hey, why, even I have a few friends that they told me, why you didn't go to computer science? You're really good programming. And I always tell them, I like the programming part because I felt like I'm solving a problem with all this code and everything. And once you have that completed, is like a sense of satisfaction. Let's say, for example, you are running a marathon, right? So you're preparing. You cannot just go next day and run for a marathon. You're not going to be able to make it. So you prepare for a few weeks, a few months, and then once you go training, go outside, go do the running, one mile, two miles, three miles, right? Then when the day comes of the marathon, you say, hey, you've been training for, let's say, a month or two months for this moment. And then you give yourself the best and go and do that marathon. And when you finish, you know, it's that sense, of course, you're probably going to be really tired. You just want to rest. But you know, you have that excitement feeling, you accomplished something. You were preparing for all this time for that goal. So same thing I feel when I do the programming. It's like, hey, I have this issue or there's this problem and I know how to solve that with coding. So I go over there. Sometimes it could be just a few hours and you can solve it. Sometimes it could be even days or weeks. There are some things that I don't know and I have to research. But once it's accomplished, it's like, you know what? I start this from scratch and I do my research. I did everything and I accomplished it. Now, of course, I felt that I didn't want to do that every day. And that's probably the first moment when experience taught me, hey, what do you want to do in life? Well, I didn't know anything about electrical engineering. So I thought about it, it's like, well, probably it's kind of like programming. Maybe you have to build circuits over there and solve an issue. Well, there's actually more than that. And that more is involving a lot of math. Even though I like it, it was too much to my taste. But uh, definitely, yeah, that's, that's a different story. So going back over there to that summer uh, when I graduated from high school, uh, I, I don't remember exactly how I did. I think most likely was over email. I receive a advertisement, an email. And in that advertisement, this person was selling, let's put a number, I don't remember too, let's say 5,000 email addresses. So it was a database of emails. Now, that time, remember, it was like 14 years ago. So the notion and the concept of spam didn't actually exist. And especially in Ecuador, there weren't like too many rules of, hey, you should be receiving that email address from the person, opt-in and everything. So I think the guy was selling, let's say, for 
$10, $20, let's say $20, that list of 5,000 people. So that's where it came to my mind. It's like, well, I have no idea what to do with all those emails, but I can buy this thing for $20. It's not expensive. And I could send the same advertisement this guy sent me to those 5,000 people. And if one buys it out of the 5,000, well, at least I get my $20 back. I'm going to be selling at the same price. And I said, well, there's, I mean, one of 5,000 people, some, someone's going to get it, right? So I pulled the trigger. I asked my parents for $20, and they told me, hey, what are you doing? And I explained them. It's like, well, that's kind of weird, but, well, it's just $20. And they felt that uh, I could learn something, something from there. So I was so excited. I went there, and uh, we didn't have, like, you know, credit card payments online or anything at that time. It wasn't as popular. I think PayPal was getting a little bit more introduced in Ecuador, but not many people yet trust those platforms. So, of course, I go over there, you know, 18-year-old little kid trying to, you know, conquer the world, uh, go over there to this guy's office, and I told him, hey, I, I got your email. I'm interested in buying your database. Uh, here's $20. And the guy told me, hey, yeah, what are you doing? We have a small chat, and then he gave me the CD with, uh, with all the database and everything. And he even told me, hey, here's another CD with a program that you could use to send uh, emails basically ma massively. Like, if not, you're probably going to have to go, you know, one by one or batch by batch. So, wow, that's, that's nice. So he basically bundled everything with the $20 and said, wow, now I'm, I, I, I actually was feeling that, hey, this is going to be like, my next huge business, I'm going to become a millionaire. Like 5,000 people, definitely there's going to be more than one person buying that list. So I went so excited, went back home, and then put the CD on my computer, look at it, all these lists, like emails everywhere with names. And it was like massive, massive list in an Excel file. I think it wasn't like, it was like probably 10 or 15 Excel files with different lists and everything. It's like, wow, this is like crazy. And then I opened the software, I installed it on my computer, I tried to understand how to use it, I do some testing, send an email back to myself, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. So I went to the email that the guy sent me, and of course it has his information and everything. So I kind of do something similar, it was harder to copy because it was a picture, so it's like, okay, I'm going to use Photoshop, I have used Photoshop before. So I'm going to do Photoshop, just put something there, sell it for $20. I compiled the entire list, put everything in one single Excel file because it was multiple files. And I hit send on that uh, software. And then the thing we started doing like crazy stuff, like it, it had like a bunch of numbers and things going out. It's like, I, I guess the thing is working. It seems that it's sending. And it gives you like a progress bar. It has been sent, how many emails were not sent, etc. So at the end, um, I think out of the 5,000 emails, uh, only probably like 100 or so were sent and everything else started failing. It's like error, error, error. It's like, what's going on? Why, why it couldn't? And then after that, it's like, okay, I'm going to test with my emails to see if I can send to myself. And it says, error, error, error. So it's like, okay, I have no idea what's going on over here. So kind of fast forward, what's going on is that, you know, the email server, knew that I was sending so many emails. So basically they blocked that stuff. 
But at the end of the day, it was sent a few hundred of emails. And I think that one of the best moments of my life, probably like when I realized, hey, this thing can actually change my life. Not necessarily sending emails, but thinking and doing something different. And I received an email of a guy saying, hey, I'm interested in buying your list for $20. And then he's like, wow, I get my $20 back. Now I can pay back to my parents. Say, hey, here's your $20 back. And then I had like two and three and four people. It's like, wow, this thing is like great. So I think I end up selling to five or six people uh, out of those 100. So I was thinking, wow, if it's just like 100 people, what would it be if I sent to the entire list of 5,000? So that's where I get more interested. It's like, okay, I'm going to start doing it more. I'm going to try to figure out how the email sending works and everything. And then later on, that's when I realized, hey, you cannot just send you know, 5,000 emails out of your account. So actually, I bought later on a server. And as I mentioned, I like to program. So I don't just bought a server. I built an entire system to how to program all these things. So kind of going a little bit more on that story, I learned that people, they don't just want the email addresses. They want to advertise their products. Uh, most of the products that I was later on helping companies to advertise were tutorials, seminars, certifications, uh, because they were running those things every so often, and they wanted to capture new audiences. So at the beginning, they were sending me all this information saying, hey, I want to run this campaign on this date um, to all, all your, your list, and here is the design of the email. And basically what I had to do is I have to go to my system, uh, the one that I haven't built it yet, basically the, the software that I bought, I had to go over there, I have to put everything there, and I have to click send. Now, that probably took me about like one to two hours just to set up everything. And sometimes I even had some errors and everything because that system wasn't working perfectly. And that's when I said, hey, I'm going to build my own system. Uh, I think it took me about six months to build that system, trial and error and everything. But at the end of the day, and that was kind of like those great moments in life when I told you before, hey, I solved the problem. What I wanted to do is that I don't want to spend the one hour. And later on, I start having more companies buying my product in terms of the service of sending emails. So it was like one or two or three hours. And when I was in college at that time, studying engineering. Now, if you have someone who's studying engineering, you know that that's not an easy study. I had like some late nights where I just have to keep studying, pounding on a lot of books and equations and everything. Even on the weekends, it was like, yeah, it was too crazy sometimes just studying. And then now that I think backwards, it's like, yeah, it's just studying. But anyways, I didn't want to spend all these hours. And sometimes I had some dates that the conflict is like, hey, this guy already told me he wants that day. I need to reschedule for another day. So it, it was getting a little bit conflict. And then, as I told you, most of the people were paying me through bank transfer accounts uh, because it was hard for me to meet them in person. So they already know me. So say, okay, I'm going to transfer to your bank account. So I have to chase them saying, hey, have you transferred me? Because they usually send me the design and everything, and they haven't paid yet. So it was more time of my day, and it's like, okay, I need to find a solution to automate all these things. So that's when I I basically 
developed my entire system. Um, it went through a lot of iterations. Probably an entire year it was completely, completely done. And it was great because the person had an account, so they log in into their system. And over there, it tells them how many times they can send. So they can actually even prepaid of saying, hey, I want to have 10 campaigns to be sent. So I think I charge $20 per campaign to be sent. So let's say if they want 10, they have to deposit $200. Now, I still give them the ability to do the bank transfer and I check on that, but I wanted to do more automated. So I started introducing PayPal over there. And because the, these people already knew me, it was easier for them to say, okay, well, I'm going to set up a PayPal account. I'm going to pay you over there with my credit card. The nice thing is that I work with all the APIs and everything with PayPal. So once they do the payment in PayPal, it goes back to my website or my system and it already funds their account. So it already know everything. So I didn't have to even go and look what's going on. Suddenly I just received an email saying, hey, you got, you got $200. Like, whoa, yeah, that's great. It's like, you know, high school, uh, college student over there trying to study and suddenly it's like, you know, you get money paid. That's a great feeling, definitely. So I keep doing all of those things. They were able to upload all the campaign. They were able to say, hey, how many emails they want to send, schedule the dates that are available because the other people, they were also sending on other dates. So it gives you which days are available and the system automatically sent everything. So definitely, yeah, it, it was it was a great system. Uh, I, I did that for about four years when I was in college. Uh, the last time was when I came over here to the U.S. on the study abroad program that I was mentioning last time. And that's when I did it for the first year, but it, it was a little bit harder over here. Uh, definitely language barrier. It was a little bit harder to communicate with people. Um, classes were a little bit different in Ecuador. You have a lot of hand-holding from the professor. They tell you everything. Over here, I felt it's more, hey, you go to the textbook and figure out. The professor is there just to help you to answer questions. So that year, it was hard. Even though my system was automated, I still have to do some support there. So I kind of start putting that on the back side. Uh, I still had some uh, clients that they were still doing the automation. Everything worked perfectly for them. But I think after a year and a half being in the U.S. and looking for other uh, venues and other, let's say, side businesses, uh, I basically turned that off. And at that point, we were already a lot of spam and everything. Regulation became more strict in Ecuador. So I didn't want to go through the entire process of revamping everything. Um, there's definitely a lot of lessons learned, like you... I got a lot of people who told me, hey, why you didn't rebrand your system and use it with clients' databases? So I guess at that moment, I, I was focusing more in college and classes, especially being here in the U.S. where um, I had to definitely get good grades just because tuition was more expensive. I was trying to get some scholarships and everything. So definitely that took way more priority than college in Ecuador. So that's where I, I didn't put too much thought. I just turned it off, stopped doing that, and look for 
my my next adventure there. So I just wanted to kind of quickly tell you that story of how actually graduation from high school changed my mind. Uh, I think it was that moment when I realized, hey, there's something else outside that. Before I didn't care about, hey, I'm making money or anything because I just asked my parents, hey, I need to buy this, I need to go there. It was a really easy life. And then when I went to college, that's when I realized, hey, I have to, you know, buy a few other things. I, I will try to sustain. I, I start understanding a little bit more about the value of money. And definitely when I did my study abroad and I start living independently, like really far away from my parents, where I basically have to live by myself. I mean, I had now to pay rent. I was living with my parents back in Ecuador. That's kind of the thing over there. People live with their parents almost until they get married. So I was living by myself. I needed to cook. I needed to buy food. I needed to do my laundry. I needed to make sure that my room is at least clean or somehow clean. There were more things that I didn't even thought about it. And that's when it even opened more my eyes of saying, hey, I spent 12 years in school before going to college. And out of those 12 years, I never learned how to be independent. No one told me what to do besides cleaning dishes and helping my mom on that or sometimes folding the clothes. That was the most of it. I didn't know how to cook. I didn't even know how to do laundry. My mom always told me, hey, go and do laundry. The clothes are there. Just put it in the machine. Well, when I started doing laundry, I just mixed everything, like colors and whites and everything. I didn't even know that. You know, it's better to have them separately. I didn't even know that you have different settings on the machine when it's like delicate or you want to wash, you know, like big and bulky sheets of your uh, bed, right? What about like, cooking for food, that was really hard. Most of the times I was eating out because it's easy and convenient, but then I realized, wow, this thing is getting really expensive. Like the small amount of money that I was making, it was going to rent and food. And then it's like, I don't have any more money to do anything else. I want to go out and you know enjoy the college life, but I didn't have enough money for that. So that's where I realized, wow, I was like 12 years in school and no one ever, told me about what the real world actually is. No one told me about, hey, you have to be responsible for your life and you have to be responsible for all the things that you're going to be doing. So yeah, if you have someone who's getting ready to graduate from high school or is already in high school applying for college and everything, definitely, why don't you talk to them? Tell them, hey, you're, you're ready. You're going to be doing this big step in life. There are other things in life that you may not be aware of. You have to be responsible. And you have to have that discussion with them. At the beginning, probably it's not going to take too much of their knowledge. It's going to be hard for them to understand it. Like me, when I was reading that book from Robert Kiyosaki, probably half of the things I didn't actually understood. I mean, I was reading, it was funny stories and everything. But it didn't, I didn't put too much thought on what exactly that meant. Because I never left, lived that life or those struggles or I was never on that situation. But 
that's something that opens your eyes and prepares. Uh, every person is different. For me, it was that realization of saying, okay, I'm going to be doing something for the rest of my life. What do I want to do? And it's hard to tell because you don't know anything. And that's why I start exploring. And I say, hey, I'm going to invest this $20 to buy this database. That was probably the best $20 I ever spent. Like if I compare that to any of my college classes that I pay thousands of dollars per credit, that $20 was the best life learning lesson that I could have ever made when I was just graduated from high school. So I was just finished with that. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to this podcast and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to another episode of the 8 to 5 Multiplier, where I will go through my daily journey to financial freedom while working an 8 to 5 job and raising a family. We'll see you tomorrow.